Hello everyone, welcome back to Ramble On, I'm your host Emmanuel Rivera In today's topic we're going to be talking about labels Now, when we talk about the definition of labels um, We're talking about a lot of uh, categories of not just uh, categorizing things But also um, identification And um, it has its values in certain areas and where uh, other areas it does not well, why did I decide to talk about this today? Well, um, it was important, I think, recently. Um, I watched, I watched, um, I can't even remember. I, I know the video, I know the name, but you can actually look it up on YouTube or even Google it. It's a story written called, let me, it's a short story called The Egg, uh, The Egg by Andy Wire. I think I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. And um, if you go on YouTube and you type in the egg, um, you're going to get um, a video about um, by Kyrgyzstan, something like that in a nutshell. And I think that's what it really means. I, I don't know if that's a German word, probably is. But call the egg. I would tell you to watch it. It's very fascinating. This story by Andy Wire. And. Um, I'll give you guys kind of like a spoiler alert because um, I'm going to kind of talk about it. If you want to watch it yourself, I would tell you to pause this and actually go watch this. But in this story, um, you you um, get into an accident. The person that's in the story gets into an accident and dies. And when this person dies, um, it they meet uh, what they believe is God. And when they meet this person called God, um, they have a conversation about um, uh, that they're dead. Are they going to heaven or hell? God says, no, um, that doesn't exist. Um, you're actually going to be reincarnated and be sent back and really get into this idea that um we are all each other. So there is this one being and this being is actually part of all of us, of all humankind, um, past and present and future. And uh, we are living as these. Each human is this exact same person. And um, when you when this this spirit or this entity um, reaches maturity, it would have lived everyone's life at this point. And the universe was created for that entity, um, which will then, at that point, when it's matured enough, will then become like a god. It would become a god, but currently in the state that um, that person's in or that entity is in, it's actually uh, premature. So she sends her, uh, well, it sends him back, God sends uh, it's create creation back to live other lives and uh, mature as it goes. But um, the reason this really got me it, it, this this theory, which I love by the way, by uh, Andy Wire, um, I love this theory because um, the idea that we are supposed to um, that we are all the same being. It's very lucrative. It's I think lucrative, or not even lucrative, but very um, heartwarming in many ways, and also very um, p- 
powerful. Um, and the implications are insane. If this was a actual, um, this could theoretically be possible and us not ever even know. Um, but the theory of it is amazing. And the funny thing about this is that instantly after I watched this, this short story, which I've heard before, um, Logic has a sample of this story in one of his, um, I think his album, Everybody or something like that in one of his uh, past albums. And um, he does it with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, and he does this story very well. But so this idea has been flowing around for a little bit. And it's great. But it's funny because if many of us know this thing called the golden rule, right? And with the golden rule, the the, literally, if you don't know or you never heard about it, is treating others like you would treat yourself. But it's funny because if the golden rule, we all applied the golden rule, then we would all treat each other like we treat ourselves. And that would then equate to a better world and a better, I think, standard of living. But ultimately, this kind of brought me down the wormhole of... Um, the self and the ego, which is who we are. And, um, I kind of fell into the, this, uh, this archetype of Carl Jung's, uh, theory, uh, psych psychology theories and something called the shadow. And I, and I saw this video with this, uh, this young girl on YouTube and she was explaining, um, how to work the shadow and what the shadow is is the the thoughts that we have or the thoughts that we deny ourselves as being part of ourselves that we don't identify as. For example, if you think you're a honest person and the thought of you being a dishonest person comes up, you close that away and you store it somewhere um, in your psyche, somewhere unconsciously even though it's part of yourself and it will always be a part of you or assuming that you're not a judge, you're not a judgmental person and that, um, that when you do judge people, um, that's not you, that that's not who you are. So you put that away. Um, instead of really acknowledging that we are all the things that we are not as well as what we assume we are. Um, and this whole idea is what really brought me ultimately to labels. And I've thought about this a lot. And um, the idea that we are... So first of all, let me kind of give you the definition. There's many definitions for label. Um, if you look it up on Merriam-Webster, the website. If you put in label, if you go to the third definition, uh, 3C... It says a descriptive or identifying word or phrase. And then it gives an example, which is as um, the label of Playboy. Now, many of us probably know what that label is. Playboy being a person who um, probably, you know, messes around with a lot of females and never really settles with one in particular. Now, this is a great starting point because... Um, most of us, I guess, so let, let's, let me roll back a little bit, but so there are purposes for labels and when it comes to, 
the nature of what reality is or what we assume reality is and identifying things. For example, categories of species as a label. Those are forms of label that we created for animal species. Um, we've created labels for different types of cheeses. We've created labels for um, a many a plethora of things. There's so many things that um, that we have labels for, um, and it's things that actually need labels in order for us to get a specific thing or to find something particular to whatever the situation may arise from. Now, the label that I'm really referring to here is the label of the self, the label that we give ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis or the labels that we identify as. And I hate this idea. I really have. I, I haven't always, um, or maybe I always have and never noticed, um, but one of the things that I never that I try, I think, to never really do is label myself. Now, what I mean by that is, um, just to give a, an example, recently, when I was working at um, U, USPS, or uh, uh, correction, UPS, you know, I met a few people, and uh, uh, some great people that I've met, and um, I met this kid, I met a couple people, and I hate calling people kids, but I met this young man who um, who asked me about myself. And instantly, you know, you start telling people about yourself. And, um, w you know, the, when you think about it, right, you tell them about yourself. And at that point, you're not really thinking about it. But what is it that that person is looking for that um, they need? Or what is it that they're really looking to get from the information that you're giving them? For example, why should I have to tell you who I am as a person? Is it because you want to be my friend or you, you want you want to figure out to, if you want to stay away from me or if you want to get to know me? Um, is this a, a indicator as to the person type of person that you are or is this more of an indicator of the type of person I am? Is this going to affect our uh, professional relationship or is it not? Um, I mean, it's really interesting to me when you really think about these labels because even myself and many of us have done it where we take someone we've met for the first time and even before you probably actually get to know the person, you already label them in your head because you have a physical you have a reaction to what your eyes are, are being stimulated with and the, 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 the image of the person. So um, everything to their apparel, to how they carry themselves is something that you instantly um, label or, or, or try to understand to get a, under, to get a better uh, grasp of this person before you even attempt to create a conversation as to um, why it is that, um, that piques your interest about this person. So, um, it's really interesting when you have these conversations, uh, with people and they ask you about yourself because are we actually asking about that person to figure out if they're more related to what we are so we can create new friendships and new bonds 
or is it a distinguishing factor that tells you whether to stay away or from this person or um, it's safe to be around this person? And it's really weird because I even myself do this. Um, I instantly judge people. And it's it, unfortunately, we have to be honest with ourselves. We do this very subconsciously. And a lot of us really would probably hope that we don't judge people, but it's just something that happens. Um, for example, I'll give another example for the UPS when I met someone new. Um, I met this kid and in UPS, when we work, um, when I first started working, they would put us, they put, they put me in a truck and I was loading these trucks and uh, these 18 wheeler trucks, the back ends of them. And when I'm loading these trucks, at first, I, I loaded with this kid called Alex, who was teaching me how, who was training me how to um, load the trucks the proper way and stuff like that. It was very professional. Um, but it, even instantly from that purpose, how he talked, how he presented himself, how he taught me, how he uh, talked toward, at me or with me, how he communicated, um, all these little things are things that even myself, I love to observe and see how these people behave um, to kind of get a, a judge, I guess, an understanding of these people before I instantly uh, decide to open my mouth up. Um, but going going back a little bit, so I met this um, this kid, and it's, his, it's not the Alex character, who's, who himself is a very interesting person, and I never got to really know. Um, one, because um, I don't think... At the time, I don't think we had really much in common, um, even though we, we definitely there could have been things easily. I could have found like he would rap a lot and, and sing a lot in the vehicle. And I was always curious to what he was actually um, rapping about because it didn't sound like any lyrics or or um, bars that I was very familiar with. But um, then I met this other kid and. Instantly, um, one of the things that caught me was when I first met him, I didn't really introduce myself, was what the odor of his body. And um, needless to say, the odor was pretty bad. And um, that instantly gave me an impression. Obviously, either this person doesn't didn't bathe today or this person doesn't like to bathe or keep uh, good hygiene or... Um, you know, or really doesn't take care of himself or, you know, doesn't have the possible uh, situation to, to do that. And there's many things that come with that. But in my your first impression is that of this person, you know, doesn't, it, it stinks. And that's a label like, okay, this is a, a one way that I view this person. Then shortly after a supervisor comes in as we're loading this truck and this kid, you know, then starts talking. I, I'm an observer. I love watching people. I love watching how people communicate um, because it, then it gives me a sense of who I feel um, that I can best relate to and have a conversation with, um, even though I wouldn't be rude or anything like that. But then a supervisor came in and he started talking to the supervisor. And I could just tell just by their conversations of, well, not tell, but I assumed a lot of what they were talking about. A lot of things they were talking about were very inappropriate to talk about in the workplace, which UPS is in a very professional place in the sense of 
what I was dealing with as package handlers. And that's another story, but, um, very inappropriate topics. Um, the, the conversations were very chi- uh, like, uh, adolescent driven, like, um, things you would do in your youth. And he seemed like he was probably in his, in his early twenties. Um, which again, you still, you're still doing a lot of growing during that time. And even myself to this day, I'm still growing. I'm 28, about to be 29. Um, but you have all these things, right? And um, I would listen to these conversations and a lot of the things that this kid would talk about or just how he would carry himself. To me, it was a very um, standoffish position where I wanted to take from this gentleman. Obviously, it didn't affect the workplace because I still did my job to the best of my ability, um, whether he was doing his to that ability as well. But you get these people and um, you prejudge them and, you know, they inst- you instantly label them and, 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 and those labels kind of stay there until they get kind of skewed by the perception of the self or of that person that that person presents you at a side of them that you may have never knew. Um, but when it comes to label, not just us labeling people that is wrong, which we shouldn't do, um, even though we have been programmed to easily um, identify and judge people for our safety. Um, I think it's a survival mechanism that really is why we do it, as well as a social mechanism um, to figure out what's socially acceptable, what um, kind of category or kind of people you want to assume or um, build relationships with, um, create these types of relationships and you want to kind of identify those people and see whether you want to continue something in that, in that part of your life or not. Um, but you know, we also have to, I think what the harshest things that we do besides not just judging people, which we all do, whether you believe it or not, um, we instantly do it. I think it's kind of one of those things that we do subconsciously, whether we believe it or not. Some of us being more aware that we actually judge others, um, even though we should judge on merit and, um, you know, those kinds of things. But we also do a type of labeling besides that one being very negative and it can also be very positive, which really what I said, I believe is for a survival tool, but the labeling of the self, I think is the most dangerous type of labeling that we do because, um, one of the things that I run into a lot lately is I hear like, even when I went to UPS and I, and I met these people and I was only there for about a month and, um, I had some of these conversations, you would have these conversations of, um, you know, do you like Trump? Um, how do you feel about him? And I would give my piece. Um, I would always say something to the effect of, um, do I like Trump? No. Um, I personally don't like him. I don't really, I don't know him, but I don't like him. I don't agree with a lot of his policies and what he says. And, uh, you know, cause he, he, uh, let's get it, you know, right. Donald Trump is not very well spoken and he sounds very stupid. A lot of the times when he speaks, um, I feel like he could hardly hold a conversation and stay on topic for more than a second or so. But, um, 
that's besides the point because well that is that is actually the point right now what does that say about you when you're at, getting asked a question like that what is that gauging now is that that question of whether you like Donald Trump or not why is that was again it's being asked and it's one of those labels that we refer to ourselves that we identify as but instantly does that person when you say you don't like Trump, do people automatically assume that you are um, a Democrat? Like, and that can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to, when we, we create these labels um, and we, we label ourselves, which again, I believe we should never do. I don't think you should ever label yourself. I think we should stay as transparent as possible and let people's projections of who, who they believe we are um, manifest in others' lives, but I don't think we ourselves should label um, who we are. Um, I think when we do that, um, we put ourselves into um, literally a category, and when you are put in a category, um, you are, I feel like you're restricted to that piece um, or to that um, demographic of what you're allowed to say or do based on have you been categorized by society. Um, for example, um, if I am crazy, which I hate that word, but if people assume that because I've had a manic episode that I have a potential, more higher potential than others to be crazy, um, that what I'm saying um the words that come out of my mouth can't actually have any rele relevance in people's lives because this label that, wow, Manny's crazy or he had an episode and he's, he doesn't, you know, he's not there like the rest of us. So what could he say that um, may or may not have any relevance and any weight into uh, why we as people behave the way we do or whatever the case may be, um, even matter. And I, I'm here to tell you that that's not really the case, um, not just with that sort of labeling, but also with the labeling of um, even um, when it comes to, and this is going to be controversial if some of you guys get up to this point, but even gender, um, when we talk about gender, right? Science has two genders and I agree with both genders. I believe there's only the gen the male and the female gender. And then there's um the then there's the the self that we've created these uh these identifying labels of what genders could be um as these hypo these I want to say hypotheticals but of, of the self. So meaning that the self is that we are not just um, what I'm trying to say is that we are not just um, enclosed to the gender of boy and girl, but that we can we can be. Yes, scientifically, we are born as one of the two genders, but how we feel uh, transcends can transcend that uh, that scientific, um, you know, uh, system that's been in place by society, meaning that while we have many people who are identify what their sex as their, what their sexual preferences as 
you know, gay, uh, lesbian, bisexual, uh, and transgender, which that itself has the word gender in it. And that's, uh, you know, uh, transgender switching from one sex to another. Um, we, those are, those are, you know, a little bit different. Those, those are more of a, of how we identify ourselves. Right. And those are the labels that we create. And I think even with those labels, um, as controversial as this may sound, I think we shouldn't label ourselves as any of those things. I think just like the LGBTQ community is fighting for their rights. I think, yeah, they should fight for the rights. And I agree with them 100% in everything they do as they fight for the right. Um, but that's the it's a human right. Um, the LGBTQ community is no different than just regular people. They're regular, normal people just trying to get equality when it comes to a structure that has been designed for... Um, to for a specific in a specific way that does not um recognize them as being equal to and that's a problem um but these labels these labels i think when we identify ourselves we instantly when we label ourselves it's it a lot of it i feel has to do with we want to be a part of something but I feel like when you're a part of something, then you're you're excluding yourself from something else. So, and I think that's really important to uh, remember. We don't want, I personally, even myself, I want to be a part as many things as I possibly can be. And I don't want to be excluded from anything. For example, with when I am referring to this LGBTQ community, why can't I, as a straight man, not be a part of this community? That's a very simple um, question, and it probably has a very simple answer, as um, many of that community would say. Well, you don't identify of any of these things, but why do I have to identify these things to be a part of this group? Why can I support you guys, be a part of this group as a straight man with um, heterosexual man, be part of this group and support you guys and your guys and not just guys. And I'm just using that term as uh, categorizing everybody, but uh, to support um, this group as it is, there should be nothing wrong with that. If I, uh, if I want to, if I don't want to identify as democratic or Republican, but I have Republican views and democratic views, um, why do I have to choose one of those two groups? Um, if I am a uh, Hispanic descent um, individual from Puerto Rico or Mexico, but I was born here, why do I have to choose one of them? Um, why does America have to be the only thing I acknowledge? Um and I, listen, I know this argument, you know, a lot of you say, well, you're, you're, you live here or you're a citizen. You should, you should be identifying as only that, but that doesn't, that's not true. We are multifaceted creatures that have many things that composite or create who we are. And 
to restrict ourselves, to label ourselves as such is diminishing or taking away from the inclusion and everything else. Um, and that's not to say that some things aren't, are, are, aren't accurate. And of course, me talking about myself, I am an American uh, citizen with, with ethnic, ethnic backgrounds of Puerto Rican descent. Um, but I myself was not born in Puerto Rico, but my culture is from there. I speak uh, Caribbean Spanish. Um, I might, you know, a lot of things that make who I am or the self, the, the ego uh, as identified by myself um, have to do with many of these facets from that culture. Um, so for someone even from, let's say, for example, this would be a great example, even from someone from Puerto Rico who wouldn't identify me maybe as being a true islander or as what they would call probably Boricua or, you know, um, from the island, you know, I would be kind of like segregated. I would be kind of black sheep because I wasn't born there and I'm not from there. But that doesn't take away that I am part of that culture. And that's a piece of me that no matter where I go will always be a part of. I can't even genetically. That's just who I am and how I was raised. Um, to take that away would, you know, would be denying that piece of me. Um, and, and and I think this this has a lot to do with society and I think in a, the view of ourselves and I think we need to stop uh, letting these views even of what we view ourselves as being um, really restrict us from the enjoyment of every other class of category or labels that they are out there for example uh, for someone like me people would classify me um, like I like anime. So instantly some people would look down on me for that. Um, but I also love music. Um, but the type of music, even that you listen to people will look down on you for that. If I listen to uh, hip hop, some people would uh, look down on me for that. If I listen to electronic or dance or house music, some people would look down on me for that. Um, because it's, it's different and they don't get it or they're not giving it a fair chance. Um, um, as a young, uh, as growing up in a poverty-stricken uh, area of Waterbury, some people look down on me for that. Maybe of how I was raised, or even how I speak and how I celebrate. Um, because I'm a when it comes to celebrations, especially for uh, Puerto Rican uh, families, and this is particularly referring to mine, but I know many of us have this custom. Uh, we are very loud. We love dancing. We love music and we love to be very, we love pe letting people know that we are celebrating life as it is. And I think that's really important, but some people are not like that. Some people like celebrating in very different ways and being quiet. And some people celebrate just the accomplishment of what it is that we're achieving or, you know, celebrate that specific moment where some like to celebrate for a full day or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think these labels that we give ourselves and people give us are very dangerous. And I think we need to avoid um, labeling people and also judging because it comes part of that as, um, as how we treat others. And if we live by the golden rule, which is very cliche, and it's and and I don't want to stand up here and 
like praise myself as me being on the high horse because I'm not. I I am a human. I have a lot of faults. I even myself wish I could do things uh, differently, but I currently cannot. There's things that, uh, you know, financially I can't do that I wish I could do. And there's also things that I should probably be doing that I'm not as well doing. Um, but again, I think the reason why I wanted to bring this up is one, because I think we need to treat each other better. We need to stop labeling each other, stop labeling ourselves, um, start letting everyone be more inclusive in the things that we do and stop pushing people away. And I think that's really important. And um, what I'm, I think I'm going to end it there. And with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening if you made it this far. And if you have, please subscribe to us or follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, we really do appreciate it. And I hope that you learned something from this talk here today. Again, this is just me rambling on. And we'll continue to do that with every episode that I put out. So thank you guys for listening again. Uh, and yeah, let's continue to ramble. Have a good day, guys. Bye.